0: Hello there ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast, it's the Games Keeper. JK has collated all of the games information and the games news from the last week and brought it to you in one bite-sized chunk. So there. YouTube people, there is a video for this one, so uh, do check it out. And uh, while you're there, click that subscribe button, click for notifications... Do all those things that that a good podcast listener stroke watcher would do. And that's you, isn't it? Cool. Here we go. This is CookieCast, The Games Keeper. It is a Thursday instead of a Friday, but that doesn't matter to the people. I might, I might give them, you know, I might be more generous than Sony and release this a day early so people can get uh, their their weekly blast of
1: uh, lucky people.
0: Mm. I was, I was even contacted by somebody today who started the conversation with. I'm just watching the uh, the Gameskeeper podcast, uh, and then went on to say a load of stuff about how uh, it's a it's a bleak time <laughs> to be doing a games podcast. I think we've done quite well. Actually. And I was like, it's one of those things: actual physical games to play. Not a lot out there. Games news there's absolutely shed shed loads. I'm like say,
1: there's been.
0: There's been loads. As, as we know from literally 45 minutes ago.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, for anyone who hasn't gathered, uh, and for those of those of you who are listening at home rather than watching at home, um, Hello. it is Thursday, it's not Friday, um, but we'll get to that, um, and we've rolled back... The the stone door from the uh, from the cave, embedded in the mountain, and out, birthed like monkey, the gameskeeper, with a bag, a sack, some might say, full of gaming news.
1: A fine sack
0: it is. But unlike most of our gameskeeper entries, it is I who will lead the charge.
1: Indeed
0: with uh, what will be probably probably advertised as a tirade of abuse <laughs> that's right ladies and gentlemen 45 not not 45 minutes ago I saw something on the Twitter and I'm like it's almost like they knew we were about to do a gaming podcast and they were like, going to take cover for it. Here here you go, Cookie. I know you love the company Bethesda so much that we're going to give you a little bit of something to talk about. I was like, oh, thank you very much, Twitter. What is this? Uh, Oh, you're announcing a Fallout TV show made with Bethesda and Amazon. Now, Amazon can't really go much wrong as long as we don't talk about, you know, taxes or anything uh, Bethesda on the other hand is probably for me for me personally just me, this is my little opinion of possibly the single thing that is wrong with the gaming world right now as a company if, if you like um, I, I have opinions on their most recent Offering in the Doom library. Uh, But we're not here to talk about that. We're we're here to talk about the abomination. That has become. The Fallout franchise. So. The TV show. You Never Knew You Wanted. Has been announced by. Bethesda and Amazon. Uh, They're doing a Fallout TV show. The fuck that's going to look like. I do not know. But I don't. Think there's anything I could be any less interested in? Three guys in blue jumpsuits in the
1: middle of the desert.
0: I mean, that's basically what it's going to be, isn't it? (laughs) It's going to be a load of people in blue jumpsuits come out of a vault and wander around like CGI cities that have been made to look post apocalyptic. Is it the 50s or is it the future or who knows? We're going to get multiple flashbacks of before the apocalypse. It's... Uh, it's just like... It's just like they, they put it out there just to make me angry.
1: Maybe it was a combined effort. They're so pissed off with you disrespecting the Bethesda on the podcast. They said, fuck it. We're going to annoy Cookie Class. We're going to go to Amazon. Sink a shed load of money into a TV series to annoy you.
0: That sound it sounds likely. <laughs> this is Bethesda we're talking about—a company that actively goes out of their way to find things to piss off their fans. They're like, oh, uh, we've just we've just had a look, we've just done a Google, and we've just checked uh, the social media. Apparently, there are still some fans out there. For fuck's sake! <sighs> right, it's time to bring out the big guns. You release Fallout Seventy Six, and you see how many fans you've got left at the end of it. Come on, get it out there. It, it's one of those that I know that we like to try and keep these podcasts short, and I'm just basically going to cut it off there because otherwise we'll be here <laughs> until until the apocalypse, which you know could be any <laughs> day <laughs> now. Drops on Amazon. Is
1: there a release date for it? I don't
0: think there is. <laughs> no, they've just announced that. Uh, Bethesda and Amazon are working on a TV series to be honest
1: until you sent me that tweet I didn't know anything about it but Shan said oh yeah I saw a picture for that like
0: 2019 I I heard last year um, a load of companies that were looking at making TV shows and I'd heard a possibility Bethesda making a, a, a fallout tv show and i was a bit like well that sounds like a terrible idea why don't you try making some decent games first <laughs> as i've said and, and this comes back to something that i always sort of refer to when you see a trailer for a game and it's beautiful cgi and it's like it clearly used a lot of motion capture i said this about the the valhalla trailer i was like mm. it looks beautiful it looks amazing um, you know, there's all those various different elements in it. But how much is that taking away from the actual game? It's money, it's time, it's resource, it's people. It's, it, You know, I know it's probably completely different people make those trailers to the people that make the games. But they're not doing it for free. Yeah. I would rather see a fantastic game that's well polished and well rounded than not great game with a great trailer you know it, it, it's it, I feel like Bethesda need to get their house in order before they go off making a TV show that nobody wants but yeah, that, like that's say a, that's, that's a fair comment a that is that is my opinion and and we'll leave it at that what have you got games news related this week
1: right what have I got well um Obviously this week has been uh, heavily centered around cyberpunk, every time I switch on the laptop or any mobile phone or anything there seems to be a new article about cyberpunk. Um, There's been all sorts of things, right down to how many pubic hair choices you can have in game, which apparently there are five different types. Kind of interesting. But the ones I picked out the most were that the first major um, announcement from the actual cyberpunk team at, at CG, CD Project Red was that the wall running feature has been scrapped.
0: I saw that you'd done um, a, an article on it.
1: I didn't even realise it was a thing to be honest. And I have to say that if I was to play an FPS with wall running I don't know how that would benefit my playing experience. Like I said in my article ideally I'd want to see third person Matrix style flipping around and doing shit. Um, But what they did say was that they've scrapped it because of design problems, which this late in the game, quite worrying that they've only just realised that ball running is now a design form. Um, Um, But they have said there's loads of other cool things you can do, so there's going to be like sliding and bouncing and spinning and all sorts of cool stuff that you can do. So that sounds cool. Uh, And the other thing that came up was that the game is going to be heavily censored in Japan. So they'll be cutting out nudity Genital shapes, graffiti, and even wound surfaces. So the game is basically going to be the Smurfs, but with cyberpunk So yeah, they're really heavily uh, going into the, uh, into the sense of that, which I thought was weird. Because, you know, some of the stuff that comes out of Japan is often quite violent. Um,
0: but often quite really heavily banned. censored. So, well, it, it, it,
1: but interestingly, I did a bit of research on this because obviously I, I was a bit curious. So I had a little research on games that have been banned around the world, and obviously there are some hot spot areas. So like the Middle East seems to ban a lot of games. If it's got a woman in it, then that's banned. The mm. actual the place that bans the most games is Germany. They ban everything.
0: Well, finally, uh, finally, when we started <laughs> with uh, with Bethesda. Bethesda might know something about that because Bethesda right. released a certain game that in Germany was not censored. It was actually changed in Germany. Right. Wolfenstein.
1: Oh yeah, Wolfenstein 3D. I saw that at the box. So Wolfenstein and um, Wolfenstein 3D was changed. Doom was changed as well uh, because it was too violent. But it's weird because in Germany nearly all the things that are banned, apart from a bit banned because they're too violent, and there's a few things in Japan. Um, Fallout, I think Fallout Three had a quest called Atom Bomb Man, which was banned for obvious reasons. Yeah. And they also had a weapon called the Fat Man, and this was a reference to an actual weapon used against the Japanese. So this was also banned uh, or changed. They changed the name of it. So yeah, there are there's quite a few out there. And as we got quite into it, I was like, wow, I'm serious." So uh, we don't seem to
0: have that, that many problems in the UK, there's only a few things bad. No, because I think we we use our censorship quite well uh, yeah. in a lot of ways. We basically use uh, an age rating and if you are 18 and over, you can play whatever you want because you're a fucking adult. Yeah. Um, it's that sort of element of <laughs> you know, I've, I've I've had conversations with people... I know when... When you know that children are playing Grand Theft Auto... You know and that's you that's where the system falls down... Um, so... You know... It's it's a little hit and miss... But ultimately what it is... Is we use a... A, a, a certification system...
1: Yeah. yeah...
0: And you know... Somebody who is selling a game... Is supposed to challenge people for age and stuff... Mm. So...
1: Well, that, that really was the most interesting uh, side of that news. The rest was like the usual. Is it coming? What's going on? What are we doing? Blah, blah, blah. Uh,
0: there's a lot of talk TV about the cars. Stuff,
1: yeah, well, the cars look cool. I mm. mean, uh, you saw that trailer last week. The cars look great. And yeah. to be honest, I just want to get in those cars and drive down the way mm. but I think that's going to be great. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's going to be a lot of fun. But we'll see. Like I say, I think, to be honest, there's only so much, really, that you can give uh, so I think we we'll are probably now, if I'm really on the best way to see it is when we've all it up November. Hmm. Because too many more spoilers. We'll, we'll spoil it. <laughs> Literally. Yep. Um, so next thing that I debunked this week was the Mass Effect trilogy remaster uh, has been called out as a fake. An industry insider said the information is not true and that the studio that would normally be working on a Mass Effect trilogy Way too busy with a new Dragon Age game and Anthem 2.0. So uh, I mean, obviously, an industry insider could be Dave in his mum's basement who said that an industry insider. But it, it does seem to be the case. Some some people have been on the net and said that's that's true. Uh, I think it could be true. They were they were initially saying that they were going to remaster the original Mass Effect and they were going to like change certain aspects of the game, add some levels and customize this, that and the other. Uh, I think that's probably not right. And it's true that the company, the, the studio that would be working on it are pretty busy with some, with some other games. They've also got an untitled game in there which isn't Mass Effect. So uh, that, I thought that was quite interesting. Uh, but it was funny because it came out like at the beginning of the week that the Mass Effect trilogy remaster was coming out and then, by the end of the week
0: I suppose it's probably the
1: quickest turnaround in rumour
0: I've ever seen I think it probably falls into the category of nobody wants it you know I'd, um, yeah, I'd probably I, play Mass Effect it's weird because what? what?
1: Well, no you. After you you go after you. no you
0: go no really, you go <laughs> I'd probably play the first Mass Effect again uh, me and Mass Effect 2 had a out, and I never played the third one because of the problem I had with the second one, um, mm-hmm. and like the whole like Andromeda thing, it, it, it you know, it was, yeah. death, it was the death of a franchise. Um, so I imagine they would struggle to sell that now. When and and rightly so when that that team has got all the stuff to be doing. Well,
1: that seems to be the case. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not like if you look at the other things that are being remastered, the things that are being remastered, are games that uh, have either sold really well in the past or are still selling really well. And like you say, the Mass Effect trilogy kind of died after the first one. Uh, which, that seems to be the case, so it would seem like an odd choice to remaster. Yeah. Uh, next thing I found is that this week uh, launched 200 player mode on COD Modern Warfare. So it's the uh, free-to-play uh, battle zone. Or war, yeah, I think it's called Battle Zone. But, yeah, I think it's battle zone. Uh, but it's free-to-play and it follows a similar process to Apex Legends in that you have 50 teams of four that all parachute into a zone and then you just like, have to work as a team to try to, to kill the other there's some interesting little things they've added. One of them is uh, uh, they drop a care package in and the person who picks up the care package has got a minigun so you just, and they're called juggernauts. So you just run around glittering everybody with the, minigun. If
0: the guy yeah. with the minigun.
1: Right? If the guy with the minigun gets taken out, then they drop in another care package and you can kind of do it again. So somebody's always going to have like a massive advantage. Yeah. Um, and obviously the circle gets smaller. So it pushes the teams into the midfield until they are to find a team left standing. So I think that would be a lot of fun. Like I say, it's free. Um, there is a £6 starter pack if you really want like a, shop, a certain shotgun, uh, some skins, some other bits and pieces, which again, for the price, there's like quite a lot of stuff included, which I thought was quite good. Um, and as, as I say, it's free, so if you fancy chances and you're a bit of a, a battle royale person, then this would be a good time. Um what else did I find? Uh, oh yeah, so the rumors of the Harry Potter RPG have finally been confirmed. So, uh, the news seems to say that it will be available sometime next year. Obviously a screenshot of this game was first leaked in 2018. And incidentally, Warner Brothers Entertainment are currently up for sale. So it's not sure who is actually doing the RPG, but it has been confirmed this week that it is a thing that's going to happen. Other than that, there's not much details. Whether it's actually set within the Harry Potter timeline, or before or after or whatever, those kind of details aren't available. But the game is happening.
0: This feels super late to me. I feel like they're super late to the party on this one. It's uh, I... it's like why why are we getting this now? Should this not have been something that we had a while ago? The like um. Like like a like a World of Warcraft thing that they build on and build on mm. and build on. You know, should they not have released this X amount of time ago as year one, and had yeah,
1: possibly. Um, I, I think maybe that with the rebooting of the franchise, with the uh, Fantastic Beasts part coming in, uh, there seems to be a lot of reinvigoration for the Harry Potter franchise. Mm. So and it's obviously got a massive fan base. So yeah, I think uh, this is something that. Warner Brothers have probably had on the back burner for a while, uh, and there uh, was originally thought that Rocksteady were going to do it, but they're too wrapped up with Batman, uh, and they've got like a Red Dead thing. But I think if you to do something like Harry Potter, if you want to do it good, you're going to need a decent team. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's probably why it's been delayed. But like I say, the news all we've got is that it's confirmed, but that is pretty much it on, on the Harry Potter thing. And the other exciting piece of news was that Dying Light that old zombie game that just seems to never stop, is getting a new DLC added called Hell Raid. Apparently Hell Raid is based on a cancelled game of the same game, of the same name. So basically what happened in Hell Raid was that you were set in a medieval time and it was like a hack and slash uh, first person kind of game designed by the guys that did die in life. It kind of got scrapped. So what they've done to this DLC is you head into an old arcade and the arcade is a portal which transports you to a medieval castle which has been taken over by the minions of hell and you use all your Dying Light skills to basically take out the zombies and do whatever. Um, It's basically just a bridge that they're creating between obviously Dying Light 1 and Dying Light 2 which is on its way. Um, But I think it's really interesting that the company is still doing DLCs for a Mm -hmm. game which is. Years old now. Yeah. Um, so that, that if anyone hasn't played Dying Light yet, get it and get this DLC because Dying Light is a really good game. Mm. Uh, and the only other thing I've got to say is that Iron Man is out tomorrow. So my copy is on its way right now, as we speak. It's in the post. So that's why the main reason we're doing the podcast today because I'm going to be on Iron Man's all the two hours it will take me to complete it. <laughs> yeah, <but laughs> what I've got so far, well what I've got so far is it's um, 12 levels around 15 to 30 minutes per level but it's like a pretty much open world map. The guy in the review was saying basically fire up the clusters and you can just fly around. There's not a linear path. You can just fly about and mind your business which that in itself is probably going to be like worth the purchase. <laughs>
0: So yeah, that's that's pretty much all I've got on game news this week. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Let me check my list. Um, yeah. Oh, I was going to do an update on um, the Last of Us Part Two. Um, okay. Yeah, it it it's that thing, isn't it? That um, for for ages the Last of Us Part Two has had a lot of controversy. Um, and. That has gone on. You know, it's it's had a multitude of things. They uh, they they were getting sued before the game was released because they'd stolen somebody's song or a version of a song. Um, their story was leaked uh, two weeks before the game was released, or even longer than that, a month or so before the game was released. Um, and for a game for a game which story has a lot of twists and turns. You really don't want that getting out before the game does, you know, and stuff like that. The game was yeah, released. Um, it saw such a, a roller coaster of reviews. Um, critics loved it. Players didn't. Um, we've covered that. Um, I know you you've covered it yourself, um, and. I, I've been I've been playing it and I've I've given I've given a review on here I've given a review on my podcast and the I've reviewed it um, I'm still playing it uh, and that is part of today's review I am right. still playing it having had a conversation yesterday where I was like, oh you know I'm still still playing uh, still playing the Last of Us two uh, and the conversation was. Oh, I've heard a lot of stuff about it. I've heard a lot of this, that, and the other. I've also heard it's five hours too long, and I was like, you know, there's, there's like, when you've paid money for something, when you've got something, and you know, games are so expensive these days.
1: Yeah.
0: Is there such a thing as too long? So, last night I sat down. I'm like. Time to play some uh, time to play some Last of Us, and I reached the end. So there was like uh, this entire section. Uh, I don't want I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm not going to go through too much. But you, the the game sort of does this to converge on a single point. Um, it's supposed to. It's basically supposed to make you second guess a lot of things throughout it. So I converged on this point. And then, basically, the game does that. And then you've got this long... It felt to me very much like... Do you remember the first Red Dead? When you finished the game, and then the game was like, hey, why don't you do uh, why don't you do the training that you should have done at the beginning? Oh, yeah. Yeah, at the end. Yeah, yeah. It it felt know. so much like that. It was like... <sighs> an interesting choice sort of thing. So that was that. You, know, you have the end of the game, you got all this... Long again, a long cutscene with a little bit of you know, round up some sheep, um, you know, that sort of thing, and then the game carried on. Oh, yeah, so what I'm guessing well, in, is
1: in a, in a good way. Or?
0: The, the game was finished. The game was done. The story was over. And then... It carried on. A character who has been in... The game all the way through. Possibly from okay. the first one as well. Turns up. And goes... Hey, it's like... Ah, oh, here we go. So a couple of hours later I'm still playing it and I'm like "It, it's unnecessary uh, unfortunately and this is going to sound quite negative towards the other game I'm going to compare it to but it feels very much like um, Days Gone you know at the point that you finish Days Gone and then there's like another I was
1: about,
0: third of a game yeah, I, was, I was
1: about to say it reminds me of Days Gone because that kind of I, at that point when I thought that was over it suddenly played for like another yeah.
0: half yeah. so there is the element that somebody has clearly played Days Gone before they made The Last of Us Part 2 there is so and I mean so many things that have been taken from Days Gone and put into The Last of Us Um, it's Whereas with days gone, there was like you know when you when it continued, you were like that's fine, I'm I'm okay with that, and you carried on playing. With this, it's gone. No, there's more, and I've gone. I don't, uh, I don't need any more. Now what I will say is, the the way the game has played up till this point, no matter who you're playing as, the way it's played up till this point is, you get areas so you get an area maybe two three four five guys or some of the zombie enemies or you know it's one of those that you know man is the real enemy in a zombie apocalypse because we're never going to get tired of that one so what, it, what it's sort of done is like you've got these areas like this and in that there's like five or six enemies now your areas are like this. And there's like 15 enemies. So there's a lot more like stealthing around taking people out. Um, choosing at which point you probably like. Oh man I'm going to have to shoot this person which is going to alert someone else. And I'm probably going to have to like uh, go loud. There's very much. There's a lot more of that. They've put some interesting interest in Arlington. Again no spoilers but. It it feels like it's another level to the game, while simultaneously you're like, I I don't think we need this. You are just eking it out. You are just going, Oh, why don't you have some more game? Here's some more and, and again, you know, it sounds quite negative for a game that's you know fifty plus pounds, but for a game that has leaned so heavily on its story to finish the story and then carry on you've kind of gone back on everything you've done through the entire game story wise yeah and at
1: the end of the day whether it's 50 quid or 20 quid you don't want to feel like you're playing a game that becomes a chore if it becomes a chore then like you've lost it (laughs)
0: because it's already boring yeah And 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 this is the thing, it's weird because it's 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 not boring. You know, you've got to use a more tactical brain. You've got to think, if I kill that guy, is that person gonna see me, are they gonna be alerted? If I do this in this way, is that gonna cause a problem? You know, those sorts of things. You you you're thinking more about it, and then there are points where you get spotted or you kill somebody, you get seen, and you have to switch from ...sneaking up and stabbing people... ...to actually using your guns... ...which... ...you know... ...so... ...that was just a little bit of a review at this point in time... ...so... ...officially... ...still not finished... ...I still haven't finished the last of the part... uh,
1: Has your rating changed... ...or is it still 7 out of
0: 10? Honestly... ...I am... ...at this part I think I'm going to have to reserve... a, ...a rating... Because I think I need to finish it and see how I feel once I've finished it. I can say this, whereas the whole time you play the first one, well for me, who's who's somebody who'll play a game over and over and over, the whole time I played the first one, no matter which time I was playing it, I just wanted to play it again. I just wanted to, sort of once I'd finished it, I just wanted to play it again because there's that upgrade that you never got, there's that... Um, there's that bit for the weapon that you never attached you know that you can't get all of the upgrades in one playthrough for either the characters or the weapons. So you want to play it again for the way this game has gone past the four, five six hour points where I am now, I don't think I can go back. I can't go back to that beginning. That beginning will make me tear my hair out. So already I know that's going to be a factor for my final review. Fair enough. So. Um, the other thing that I had on my list and the, uh, the, la- the last thing I had on my list was uh, I just wanted to mention the uh, the controversy. It's not really controversy, but the, 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 the uproar around uh, this month's PlayStation Plus games. I know you have already done um, a little a little article on this but I wanted to just cover it on here because uh, I got up today uh, and you know you start your day by checking your social media feeds and stuff and emails and things yeah, like yeah. that and there was something on uh, the social media um, that was like the internet loses its mind over Sony's announcement <laughs> of, of July's Playstation Plus game and ultimately it's I think people feel it's a middle finger because uh, it's the tenth. Uh, it's the tenth anniversary of, of PlayStation Plus.
1: I suppose. I mean, the thing is, I, I compare it to because I've got gold as well, so I compare it to what Xbox is doing. Obviously, as you know, last month's PlayStation Plus was amazing. Their, you know, Bad Front Two and mm-hmm. the COD World War Two version was was a really good couple of games, and Xbox's offering was not as good. Um, and this time around, um, I think Xbox have got WRC 8, which is a pretty good game. It's a rally game, but it's, you know, it's just not a bad game. It's still up there in the top title. It's got uh, Dunk Lords, which is like a 2v2, like, beat-em-up, where you're a basketball player, but it's like Mortal Kombat for basketball. You've got these, like, kind of cartoony characters, and the basketball courts are, like, full of hazards and stuff, so you have to you kind know, of, up the court and kill people. It's basically mortal Kombat with basketball thrown in it. It looks like fun. I mean, it's a twenty quid game usually, um, and it's you know. This is, and then, then they've got two really old Xbox 360 games. They've got Saints Row Two and um, a game called Juju, which is like a little platform, which kind looks kind of nice. I mean, Saints Row, Saints Row Two, it just looks old. I mean, it's not even if you're a retro gamer. You're not going to go back to that and go, oh yeah, because it's at that point where it's not really retro graphics and it's not quite what you've got now. It's like that weird in-between. Mm. like It's it's just weird. Um, and then obviously on the flip side, you've got PlayStation Plus with their 10th year PlayStation Plus anniversary. They've given you Tomb Raider 20-year celebration. So to be honest, it's the version that comes with all the DLC. So it's, it's got blood ties and it's got the other one's called, cool. and there's some skins in there and some weapons but like, there's loads of cool stuff and interestingly Blood Ties is uh, you can play that in VR as well so you could be Lara Croft if that's something you've always wanted to do um, so there's that and then obviously the other game was NBA uh, 2, two uh, 2020 2K20 which, right which again is like they're a pretty solid franchise they've got a really good fan base the problem they are is I think that Anyone that plays 2K20 will already have this game, and anyone that doesn't have it probably isn't a fan of the genre.
0: I think the biggest I think the biggest complaint was that Sony put uh, 2K20 on sale about a week ago, and I think it was I think people were saying you could buy it for three quid.
1: That probably I mean yeah they've just done a huge or they're still doing a big summer sale as are Xbox. They've also thrown in another game called Erica. Which is, um, do you remember that Netflix show that was on last year where you, you chose what happened? Mm-hmm. It was like a multiple show, you know like those old books where it's like, if you want to kill Choose your on page 10. Right, so that's what this is, and it's done, like a, it's done like a myth movie. So it's not graphics, it's actual actors. So that oh. in there as well, which is kind of interesting. They've thrown in a theme for the, for the PlayStation that you can decorate your PlayStation background with. And there's like a free multiplayer weekend. So if you've not ever had PS Plus and you're one of those people that has never had a multiplayer game, you could do that for free this weekend. It's sure it's not great for 10-year anniversary, um, but consistently PlayStation have been putting out pretty good freebies. I think they've missed a mark on their 10th anniversary, but yeah. let's see what you know. it might pick up. Uh, I think it's too early to say, wow, that's a load of old crap. I mean, to be honest, it's still a hundred times better than what xbox did last week. and i still think that their their quality of games at the moment is still better than xbox when you think of the sort of games that xbox have got and the fact that they've got an entire backwards compatibility library they can use which playstation plus don't i mean we should be thankful really that playstation 4 isn't backwards compatible because we'll probably be getting silent hill and resident evil one if that's what they could do. So uh, mm. I think, in retrospect, uh, it, it's not that bad. It's, I mean, obviously, gamers are losing their minds, but it's basically a free game, because at the end of the day, you, you have to pay to play online. So neither Xbox nor PlayStation have to give you a free game. They could just say, play online, pay to be online, or fuck off. And what would you do? Everyone would still pay to play online, because if you want to play Fortnite, that's what you got to do. <laughs> yeah, that's what you gotta do so I mean it's just free stuff it? and they're not gonna they're never gonna knock out a title that came out yesterday you know Iron Man isn't going to be free this month or next month or whatever no. you know it's, it's just that's just not how it works unfortunately yeah I think we've been spoiled as gamers you feel we're spoiled sometimes that's, that's what I think but yeah you know each their own and that's me and that was me. I just want to say, if you people want to find me and you want to read some of my gubbins, you can go to Daily Gaming Report or you can go to Gaming Respawn and you will find the Gamekeeper is on there doing articles and mostly news, not that many reviews and generally doing news. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram as Gamekeeper and Twitter as Gamekeeper and soon there will be a YouTube channel as Gamekeeper. You'll find me on Xbox as Gamekeeper and
0: PlayStation as Gamekeeper. I think that's pretty plugged, right? <laughs> so, 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 where do we find you again? It's Gamekeeper. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, as always, thank you very much for collating the week's news together for us and delivering it in fantastic fashion. I uh, will let I uh, will let you return to the mountain. And uh, I will let the people digest this information. And until next time, there we go. See
1: you.
0: Cheers. So there you go. What do you think of that? Another one done. All the games news that you could need for this week. Cool. YouTube watchers, do subscribe. Be a love. You know you want to. Everybody jump over to thecookiecast.com. Check us out over there. Uh, Click for social media things and uh, email functions and all that sort of stuff. Um, You can get in touch with us. How about that? So there we go. That's this one done. Until next time, I'm going to say bye and I'll see you then. Bye.